Pat's free agent signings. I mean, I'm big on Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. That crosses out the uh, the tight ends off the board. But Cam Cam Newton is known to throw to his uh, to his tight ends more than anybody. He Jules was basically useless last year, from what I remember, because he was Tom Brady's binky. And um, yeah, I think those two guys, along with you know all the all the other wide receivers like the kid from the 49ers and um, I'm not even gonna lie to you, I don't remember the other two, but they shouldn't be they shouldn't be terrible. Yeah, no, Hunter is one of the best tight ends in the league. So if Cam Newton can get some passes off to him, maybe they'll be decent this year. Right, and I'm hoping. Usually, back when you know. Aaron Hernandez and Gronk were still a thing. Um, they would run two tight end sets, and those were uh, those were pretty lethal for the Pats because nobody can stop them. Yeah, but they also had a system quarterback that could throw. Not yeah, fair man. enough. Cam Newton can barely throw to a barn, dude. He can't right. even hit the left side of a barn if he tried. Right. But hey, their defense is looking good so far too. Yeah. Yeah, they had they they made a lot of surprising moves. I'm pretty yeah. sure they still have some cap money left too. They definitely so, do. Not They're out, looking of, the, at not out of the realm of Jimmy Garoppolo or yeah. somebody like that. I'm hoping, unless Cam Newton decides to just do something miraculous, or if he ends up not doing good, Jared Stidham comes out of the woodworks and it's just the next Brady. Who knows? But I've I've been, need a Jared, a I've been on the Jared Stidham train since before Cam Newton showed up last year. Oh, yeah, me too. I think four years on to Brady and technically Garoppolo, I think. Yeah. For like a season or two. He was the third string behind Garoppolo. I think he'll be – I think he'll be just fine. He's going to just, just, just watch time. Under, under those two who are now – well, I mean, the greatest quarterback ever and now a pretty decent starting quarterback in San Fran. I mean, under those two, you really can't go wrong. Not at all. He he's he's promising. I, so I he plays so. for I us really to replace do. for another team like Garoppolo and does phenomenal. I mean, I hope he's I hope he's all in on on the Pats. Me too. Because dude, I saw him and uh, the new tight ends and wide receivers with Cam Newton throwing around, running some routes, and he looked good. Looked yeah, really they good. were they were out in um, I think they were out in Cali. Yeah, out in their first. Off-season workout, I guess you can call it. It looks good, but yeah. So I mean, the Pats, the Pats look good. They should. Hopefully, everything that they're saying this off-season comes into comes into play here. But I'm hoping. I'm looking for. I'm hoping for a good season, at least yeah. second round of the playoffs. People, people hyped up Cam Newton, but I mean, for no reason. I just, I, I don't see him going anywhere. I mean. I'll I'll ride or die with the Pats until I die, but you know that's like I, I don't know. I've seen him; he hasn't really been the same since Super Bowl Fifty. So no, not even close. You know he's not. I I mean I don't think he's MVP caliber Cam, but not anymore. Who knows? I mean, after that ridiculous bet you made last season with uh, one of our buddies down the hall, you seem to think that uh, he might be. So hey, who knows, dude? <laughs> Who knows? But uh, yeah, I I don't think they'll I don't think they'll be terrible. I I give them 
probably what it's seventeen game season now for some yeah. reason. I get ten and seven. Yeah, ten and seven. I give them ten and seven. Yeah, somewhere in there. Not uh, not a bad record. No, I mean it's it's playoff worthy. You know, as long I I I don't think they'll beat the Chiefs or the Bills. No, but not yet. Um, unless well, um, only if we get Garoppolo. No, I don't even. They might beat the Bills. I mean, they just lost Stephon Diggs, so that's kind of a big hit for them. He was their number one receiver last year, so. Yeah. Hey, did you watch that Bees game last night? Yes. Ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how they lost that in OT. I, yeah, yeah. I don't, I was out, uh, yeah, I don't even know. I was watching it in the first couple periods and then. You know, everything just looked like it was it was rolling. The the uh, the boys were rolling, and then it just kind of fell apart. Yeah, and it fell apart quick. Lack, yeah, lack of uh, zone coverage and just defensive breakdowns, neutral zone turnovers, all that kind of crap. And I was expecting them to do really good because they had fans back in the garden, and they can play. They only play good with fans because they love that energy and they feed off it. So I was like, oh, all right, cool, nice. Nice little good game from the bees. Yeah, opening the garden up, but that didn't end up happening. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much that like we can do when we go in there. I mean, at the end of the day, it is all on them to. Oh yeah, of course. Figure it out, but uh, yeah, no, they they looked they got sloppy until uh, from like I feel like like the last like two minutes of the second period, and then they played just sloppy hockey the entire third. Yeah, they did. Like I said, turnovers and just not being able to get out of the zone. All the all the routine stuff that, you know, cost you hockey games in the long run. Right. They looked promising coming into the season. But Well, I mean, I think Water found its level. I think they found their new kryptonite with the Devils and, you know, a couple of other teams here and there. But the Devils have been giving them a, a run for their money for a good amount of time now. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're like the New Age Red Wings in the Corona series. So, it's like, you know, you just, you just can't beat them. I don't know why. Nobody knows why. They're a statistically better team with better players and uh, more depth. But, you know, you just can't get around them. They're, just un- they're, they're almost unstoppable to them. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's crazy. Yo, did you see that Celtics trade? They got rid of Tice yesterday. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I I mean, I'm not a big basketball guy, but he needed to go. That dude, that dude will play, nah. that dude will play a two solid quarters and then get fouled out. Nah, Tice is Tice is pretty good, but I mean, it was a three team trade between the Celtics, Wizards, and Bulls. I honestly, I saw so much stuff about Aaron Gordon to the. It is Aaron Gordon, right? Aaron Gordon, yeah, he Aaron went Gordon, from the Magic. Yeah, no, I thought he went to the Nuggets. Yeah, he, yeah, he from the Magic to the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I saw so much stuff around him, and then I saw another post. I was like, oh, trade deadline. I was like, oh, yep, he's done. We're not getting him. Oh no, yeah, we got someone else. Um, yeah, I just saw his name. It was just on my phone. Um, uh, regardless, I, I mean, I don't think Evan Fournier. Yeah, and a couple of – I think we got Mo Wagner, too. I think that's his name. We got Mo Wagner, Evan Fournier, and uh, Cornette. I don't know where he's from. He's either from the Bulls or the Wizards, but 
Fournier is a nice, consistent 15-plus-a-night game. He's he's averaging twenty points almost this season. So and wait, he came from the he came from the Magic. See, like I wish I could comment on this, but I have no idea because I don't know the divisions and all that stuff in basketball. I don't even follow it that much. Yeah, so I, mean, I wish I could um, like compare it to like you know like the Celtics schedule and see what he does, but I just have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean the Celtics weren't. They weren't bad, but I don't know. I think Danny Danny Ainge has something like he always does, but it, it was it was a little too late this year with the trade yep. deadline ending um, late last night. Yeah, but now now we're going to the Sox, and they're starting up next week, and they just scratched D Rod from the opening day starting. So yeah, no, I that's I, wo- I woke up to that this morning, and I saw it, it was I don't know like dead arm sim- symptom. I guess when you don't uh, when you don't throw for a while, you're kind of out of the groove. I mean, it makes sense. So, oh yeah, you know, obviously, like you know, you see guys like Trevor Bauer and his like routine that he goes through every start day and every off day. Like, there's there's preparation for this. And I mean, if he can't even get that work done in spring training, then they can't have him be the starter on opening day. But I mean, Nathan Avaldi was the horse last year for the for the starting five. So we will uh, yeah. we'll see where he goes on opening day, and hopefully Chris Sale comes back within the first month and a half. I'm hoping. He, he's going to be big if we get him back. We need He'll him. be huge as long as, you know, he's he still shows flashes of the old Chris Sale because Tommy John is, like, career-ending for most pitches. Fair enough. But, hey, now you're looking at a Baldy who's already got two of them, and he's still pumping 102 on the black. Right, right. It, on it, yeah, it makes sense, but, I mean, he, he was one of the lucky of the bunch. I mean, I know that oh, there's yeah. a ton of guys out there that, you know, get Tommy John and just, like, hang the glove up and walk away from the game. I mean, it's terrible, but that's the truth. Yeah. Last season, Rodriguez finished sixth in the AL East Cy Young voting. Erod, Erod's been a, a dark horse the last couple of years. He's underrated. Sox, no doubt. Really underrated. No doubt. I mean, look at, look at uh, Bobby Dahlbeck. The people are already, you know, telling him he's on the roster. He's gonna they, like they people got this kid on track for fifty homers. Like yeah, Aaron, that's Aaron Judge, was that was Aaron Judge his rookie year. I don't think right? like I mean to me, I hate the Yankees and Aaron Judge is overrated, but I think he can Bobby. Hit. Yo, yeah, no, don't get me wrong, that kid can mash, but um, I think Bobby Dalbeck will be better. Oh yeah, he's got a much better swing. His fundamentals are just way better. He can't just – he can hit everything. Fastballs, curveballs, up in the zone, down in the zone, where Judge, he can't really hit anything up in the zone, and breaking balls is awful for him. Right, he's like Pedro Serrano from Major League yeah. trying to hit a curveball. Impossible. Right? <laughs> but, so, no, I mean, I think Bobby Dobick will be fine. Um, obviously, you know, it's him and Michael Chavis. They're going to duke it out for first because then, again, you can't have one or the other. You got to – you got to – Sit one of them, especially with JD Martinez slowly creeping for the DH yeah. spot because he is god awful in the field and they can't put him out there. But yeah, I was thinking last night, like, what if like Chavis gets in a slump and you got Dahlback? He's over there, he's gonna start raking for you. And then when Dahlback gets in a slump, you got Chavis who's coming back off a slump, he's gonna start raking for you. So, like, it's like the best of both worlds right now, right? The only problem with that though is you know, like, obviously, you know, 
you played ball. I know I played ball. Like getting in a slump sucks. And it, oh, you yeah, want ball. you want to play through it. But like with them, it's it's different because you know they they got options. Like they could go Chavis Adalbeck, or they could you know find some utility guy like Kike Hernandez. God forbid, you know he has to play first. Right. right, or even Marwin Gonzalez, he played it the other day. Right, and that you know they got options, and they're definitely showing that in spring training. But I don't think that exactly. um, I don't think those two guys, uh, you know, hopefully not go through slumps. I mean, everybody does, but yeah. like he don't get me wrong, he looks promising right now. But hey, I mean, Dahlback's gonna hit that rookie wall just like everybody else does. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. It'll take him. Then, it'll take him probably a little bit to get going out of spring training. Oh yeah. But, um, and then Chavis was in working out with everybody last off season, and this off season he was working out with uh, hitting coaches. So he looks promising too. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's you know baseball is probably the hottest game to play in all of sports. Yeah. But um, and I saw this tweet from Carabas. He said, "I would place a wager on the Sox lineup breaking a single game strikeout record while also winning." So that's going to be tough gonna have a lot of k's this year i mean hopefully like like last year i know like jd martinez you know the astros kind of screwed him because he's been he's oriented on you know watching his at bats on film and then watching pitches on film and seeing what they do yep and then uh you know they they took that away from him no video room no ipads on the bench you know i mean look what it did to him he was he was pretty decent you know 2019 and then, you know, 2020, the virus, that season, yada, yada, all that crap. And then, you know, they took the, all that away from him. He probably had one of his worst seasons ever. So, I mean, yeah. like, respectably so with the time. I mean, you can get behind it. But, like, you know, knowing, knowing his, like, regiment and what he does, like, there's there's something to be said there. And, yeah, he's and, a big and how much, and how much he leans on, you know, being able to see what he does and correcting it, like, mid-game. Yeah, big routine player, big routine-oriented player. He's got to do the same thing every time and do the same thing before every at-bat. Watch the film, everything, or else he's just not who he should be. Right. Which is tough. Yeah, I mean, the Sox play today at 105. They play the Rays. I mean, they – it's like the it's like the Bruins and the, um, the uh, Red Wings there. It's like – you never know which way it could go. I mean, Bob, I'm looking at Bobby Dalbeck's stats right now. He's hitting 310. He has 14 RBIs and seven homers through the spring. And, yeah, you know, he's, he's playing. He's playing half games here and there, and like splitting time with people. And I, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I think he leads the league in spring training in homers. I think he's up there, if not leading the league in the, the most homers throughout the spring. Uh, I wish I could tell For you. a single player. Oh, wow. I'm reading this now, too. Christian Vasquez is also on the day-to-day. I that Honestly, that that's probably just rest time. That's definitely just rest that's time. That's what they have to do now to give them rest time. They have to give them day-to-day, I guess, because they can only rest so many people. Dude, before you know it, JD's going to be on the day-to-day. Bogarts is going to be on the day-to-day because they're getting into the start of the season, so you can't keep playing them every day, and they're going to die. Right. I mean, they got they need that one, break. two, three, four. They got five spring training games left. I mean, they'll probably play full squad for the last, the last, for two. The last two or three. Yep. I, honestly, I give them three and two, two and three. 
it could go either way with these last couple of games. I mean, they got the Rays, the Pirates, the Twins, and the Braves twice to close it out. I mean, you know, the Braves were NL- NLDS worthy, I believe, last year. They got knocked they knocked out by the um, by the Dodgers, but um, yeah, I mean they they're always solid. Twins usually solid. Pirates are pretty mediocre, and then the Rays lost to um, the Dodgers in the World Series last year. So I mean they they got they got something on their mind, but I mean they lost they lost their star pitcher in Blake Snell to the uh, Padres. So it'll be. Curious to see how they bounce back. Yeah, it should be interesting. It's going to be an interesting season, to say the least, at least in the AL East. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the AL East is probably going to be one of the most competitive leagues outside of, you know, the the NL West with the Dodgers and the Padres because that's going to be a World Series in itself every series. Yeah, they're going to be They're going to duke it out for the best team in the league, no doubt. Yeah, and then – they're going to be in the NLCS, and it's going to be better than the World Series. Yeah, whatever – for me, whatever team makes it out of that series it's will will more than likely win the World Series because yeah. the Dodgers are just too much of a powerhouse adding Trevor Bauer and, you know, Mookie Betts last season. I mean, look at look at what they did. They won the World Series in his first season on there. So, right, you know, I mean, like, as much as I hate to say it, he he's – pretty good out there so oh yeah uh yeah he's just a good player in general so. it'll be it'll be curious to see uh what goes on from here on out in the league yeah it should be an interesting season but it'll be fun absolutely